Okay, surely, like, I'm just your favorite, like, podcaster right now. I've been on time with my episodes. I think my episodes have been fun. They've been interactive. But then no one's interacting with me. I haven't seen anything in the, from the last few episodes. I haven't really heard anything from you guys. So if you are listening, please do let me know. I definitely do read it, and it means a lot to me to know your guys' opinions. I have new uh, earphones now, by the way, so I think my audio might be a bit different. And you guys can definitely know how, tell, like, definitely tell me how it is so that I will know what I need to change to make it better. Or if this is fine or you want me to go back to the old ones, I don't really mind. But yeah, I think last episode was really nice. And um, I actually really like the concept of last episode of where, like, I got to just discuss things that I um, encounter in my daily life of, like, just random things that happens around me. And I think I like that. And for this episode, I'm probably going to be doing something similar. And as of now, when I'm recording this, I haven't really thought of an episode title. I know like today's the 16th and I was like so determined. Like, okay, today's not the 16th for me. But then like, I know that I want to get my episode out on the 16th. So I'll probably think of an episode before, think of an episode title before I get the episode out. But yeah, today's uh, today's episode is just going to be about a lot of random things, random themes. And the first thing I want to talk about is this uh, concept of how um, people direct each other on the road. So recently, I've been like really wanting to learn how to drive a car. I'm turning 18 this year, and I really should learn how to drive a car. I do not know how to learn how to drive a car yet. Definitely will be learning how to, but. Um, it really did interest me because when I nowadays, like when I'm on the road, I'm actually like thinking about how I would be driving in that situation. And I've gone to many states and countries, and I definitely do believe like India has like some of the worst driving policies out there. And it really confused me. So like I was talking with my dad the other day about like uh, uh, road rules, traffic, and stuff like that, and he was telling me about how like different things were back in his time. And it really was. So, so like back in the day when you had cars, at least in India, I'm not sure about other countries, but in India you had um, different types of cars. But um, the main concept of cars were like just a form of transportation. You had no AC, you had no proper ventilation within the car, you didn't have proper seats. It was just meant to get you from one place to the other. The first car company that really brought ACs into the game was Maruti. So yeah, you had those type of cars which had like um, better comfort and better facilities, while as other cars, they didn't really have um, AC or anything. And even then, uh, drivers didn't really use indicators. So what people do in India still, to date, what people do in India is if you are if you are going to right, the right or you're changing lanes, you're taking a U-turn, there are different hand signals to do that. If you're taking a U-turn, let's say, if, okay, before explaining U-turn, I should probably explain, if you're going to like change from the left lane to the right lane, what do you do as the driver? Since you're sitting on the right side, you point your hand out to the right, which means you're indicating that you will be moving to the right side. Basically, you're doing the job of an indicator, but since usually people don't really use indicators or if they're not gonna see it, um, you're gonna stick your hand out. It's much more common for like bikes to do it since the indicators are smaller. Also, people will stick out their hands to indicate which direction they're going in. Um, yeah, so that's like a basically thing. And another thing that I didn't really know was a thing is the U-turn one about how like you stick your hand out and you like rotate your hand outside, which indicates that you're taking a U-turn. And the reason why they do, the, do that is because if you're going to take a U-turn, you kind of have to go more to the left side and then fully turn 
which means that it's better to indicate that you're going to do that before doing it. So yeah, the reason why I wanted to talk about that is another thing that happens with like lorries is that like the big trucks behind the um, behind the truck, they they always have like a sign saying um, sound horn, and I was really like, confused about like why that was there. So like when I like read about it, it basically means that in order to indicate to the driver that you want to overtake them or you want to like turn or you want to do something, you have to use your horn. Reason is that in big trucks, they do not have a proper rear view glass. They can see if you're on the sides, they have the side view mirrors, but then the rear view glass isn't very visible for them. So in order for them to know that you're trying to approach them, you have to horn, which is why they written sound horn. And I even asked my dad about it, and he said that it's a pretty common. It's not even just that. Back in the day, they used to have um, the signboard called uh, no. Um, what is it called? I think no AC. And what that basically meant is that the vehicle did not have AC, and hence they didn't have indicators. So they'd always point out their hands in order to indicate, which I thought was very funny because it's called no AC. So if your vehicle had AC, that there was kind of like a posh flex, I guess you could say, to be having. Um, expensive uh, cars back in the day because the expensive cars had AC. So you in turn wouldn't have that um, accommodation. But yeah, I think that was a pretty uh, cool thing that I um, found out while I was on the road. And not only that, I think nowadays you don't have like those kind of concepts. Obviously we don't. You have electric cars, you have self-functioning cars. Not even like nowadays, like it's gone past the point of self-driving. Like there is a certain extent where you can self-drive on certain roads. But then you have self-functioning cars which can like go on autopilot, can go on their own. And um, it's just that it's not very practical right now because in order to do that, in order to um, allow cars to all be self-driven and go on autopilot, we need each and every person using a car to be allowed on autopilot because it's basically the same way we interact. We use hand signals and stuff like that to indicate to each other. Whereas another car, like let's say if, if it's a self-driven car, they're probably not gonna, it's probably going to have more difficult reacting to them. It will have a default setup and it will be easier if it's reacting to another car with a default setup. I don't know if that really makes sense, but what I'm trying to say is in order for the robots to operate better, they have to be in a robot driven community. So you have like Tesla and stuff like that, bringing all these electric cars. And I think it's a great concept in the States, but in India right now, it's um, in a very much of a development phase. You definitely have like lower budget electric cars coming into the scene. And they have a really a large impact. Like they're doing super good. The huge advantage of why you'd want to drive electric cars is because the um, mileage you get is pretty decent. And not only that, you don't have to pay as much money for fuel. Um, it's almost like I think like a forty percent difference. Because especially since like petrol and stuff like that is like increasing a lot nowadays, um, it's much better to drive electric cars. And since electric cars are cheaper, more people are opting for it. So I definitely think it's a good idea to get your hands on an electric car. The only issue is you don't have as many charging stations that are available. Each time you want to go outside, you're probably going to have to come back home. Not very viable for long distance trips. Whereas in India, like, uh, well, listen, sorry, in India it is like that. But in US, I saw that like you have um, the Tesla, which can like program the uh, destination, the distance to the destination, what charging stations you're going to want to stop at. It will suggest you different routes to take you for from one location to another. And obviously you have the whole benefits of using an electric car, which will be good for the community. So you're basically doing good for the community at the same time while driving at a more economic rate as well. So that's why I definitely do think that electric cars are better than 
um, your fossil fuel driven cars. But then again, you don't get the looks, you don't get all of that cool stuff, but you'll definitely be um, improving and getting yourself into a better part of society where um, you're not just emitting all of these fuels and gases which are already harming the environment. So yeah, that's my opinion on the whole um, electric vehicles things, especially since it's on such a high rise now, which I think is a really good thing since um, cars and like all of these different vehicles on the road have definitely been a huge um, part of all of these um, reasons. What? I Today is just like me blabbering. Like I've just been thinking like, should I restart this episode? But then I'm like, you know what? It's whatever. So forgive me for that. But basically what I'm trying to say is, they have been a huge impact on global warming. And even though if you do think that like I'm the only one driving the car, I don't even use it that often, you're still a part of the cause. Like think about it. If you're you're like one in like eight billion and maybe like a billion, let's just say like even in the eight billion, you only have like five hundred million people using cars. It's still a huge number. And when you take all of that into an account, you just it's like very um, devastating on the planet and we should definitely do think we should definitely start thinking about moving towards electric vehicles and um the other thing i wanted to talk about was i think it's like probably this is what i wanted to name the episode title as but um i wanted to talk about this vehicle called the innova i know it's like super famous in india and um recently they have the innova krista and i think the last segment was the 2022 one if i'm not sure but yeah the Innova Krista is the basically the second part and the latest part of the Innova segment. The previous one was just the Innova, and that was a much much larger hit than the new Innova Krista. And there are so many other so many reasons for it. But um, basically nowadays, um, Innovas do sell for like a large amount. When you did buy an Innova, let's say like it released I think in like 2010, and there was like four segments. So you had like the Innova from 2010 to 2014 or something. I'm not sure about the, the other ones. I'm pretty sure they do exist, but then I only have knowledge for these four years. So if you did buy, let's say like you bought an Innova in 2010 and you probably would have bought it for like 12 lakhs. But then nowadays, the Innova price is basically based on the year you bought it. So if you bought a, bought an Innova at 2010, you can sell it for 10 lakhs. It, but then the same thing, if you bought it for 12 lakhs, but you bought it in 2014, you can sell it for 14 lakhs. The demand for the Innova is just crazy. And the reason behind that is it's because it's such a well-balanced model. It has great performance. It has a great size. It has a great shape. Everything about the Innova was so balanced and so well done that there wasn't much to improve on. But then again, you had the Innova Crystal that came out in the later years, and that was definitely a flop compared to the Innova. It's still a good vehicle, but then it's nowhere compared to the older Innova. It has the worst performance. Its shape is worse. A lot of people do not like the shape. It's a bit bigger, I think, in terms of size, but then the interior is a bit smaller, which I'm not sure how that works. Generally, the newer Innova comes in as a seven-seater, and it's still pretty, it's a, it's a very large vehicle, don't get me wrong. It's just that compared to the older one, it's much worse, which kind of gives you, like, the whole thing that, the whole process that was going on in my mind when I was, like, reading about this was that, like, isn't this a similar situation wherever you go? What Sometimes, like, if you're trying to change something that's already good, you might not end up with, like, great results. So let's say you have, like, a good practice going on, and but then you want to make it better. There is a chance that it will go bad. But then you have to understand that sometimes change is necessary. 
you can't just keep sticking on to one thing just because it's working well. Obviously, you can. But then I think a part of like being a human is that you have to take risks and you have to try getting it bigger. And the reason why I'm saying that is, let's say you have a business, right? Your business is going well. You have like the best sales that you are at. You're getting really good profit. And the thing is, you could probably invest that profit into your company and like probably make it like a bit bigger. Or you could take a merger. You can merge with another company You can uh, and you can make your business go even bigger. Now, there are a lot of cons to that. Maybe your business could go down. Maybe the other company could take over your company and you'd lose a lot of shares. You'd lose a lot of money. Huge risk. But let's say the merger works out perfectly. Your company develops as well as the other one. And you guys can form an even bigger one and make a huge brand. Imagine that. Rather than sticking with your own company, you're making your company like much, much bigger. And the growth for your company, the potential for the new company is even larger. So I think when you do look at stuff, sometimes you don't want to change something that's already good. But then you need to understand that some things, sometimes changes for the better. And that's basically my point of like what I thought about the Innova. I know like it's crazy about how I like sometimes relate this to that. But like, yeah, I think you guys understand what I'm trying to say. That was cool. If you guys do are planning to get an Innova, I would definitely suggest you to definitely do. I also had an Innova in my family. It was a great vehicle and I really do I did love it. So yeah, definitely a good vehicle, but then I'd suggest you to go electric. So yeah, um, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Probably get another episode this week. This episode was completely different, a more chill episode. I really like these kind of episodes. But then if you want me to go back to like the old style of where like I focused on some hot take or some important kind of dis- discussion, please let me do know. Please let me do know. Okay, man. I'm going to go practice probably. I'm going to record another episode right now so that you guys have episodes on time because... I was super busy in the past week. Like, even I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my God, will I be able to get an episode out on the 16th? And I'm so glad that I was able to record it. And I think like keeping like deadlines for me is like the best way to do it. Because last week I said 14th or the 16th. And if I'm getting this out on the 16th, that's great. So hopefully I want to set the date as 23rd. Let's say the 23rd. So that I can get, okay, 23rd. I think that might be a bit too late. Um, I'll try getting guys two episodes by the end of February or the starting of March. I think that's um, a good deadline for myself. And yeah, if you guys want me to talk about something, definitely do tell me. I will research into it and I will do a great job. I won't disappoint. So yeah, thank you guys. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.